Professor Flim Flam, she's Wonko, and this is A Bard's Eye View, and we're on episode 14 of season one of Xenowari Princess, A Fistful of Dinars. Hey, friend. Hi. Um, <laughs> that sounded really good, didn't it? That was a good beginning. Hi. She's Hi. Said, um, we're, we're thrilled to be here again. What? We're thrilled to be here again. Hi. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, we're going to do even better as well because we're having sort of persistent connection problems. Uh, and like when she said thrilled, um, the audio just completely cut out and I had no idea what she said. So, you know. Oh, this is going well. It's going to grow great. <laughs> and in, this is this is attempt number two. In te- yeah. This is re- this is a this is a recurring theme. This is the, the closest we get to a, a running gag. It's, <laughs> it's just consistently not managing to record the sodding thing. <laughs> However, let's we're on a roll. Let's go. Um, so, fistful of dinars is obviously named after a fistful of dollars. Which was oh, that what it's named after? Oh, I didn't get that. Well, you don't always get everything. Sometimes <laughs> I have to explain things I'm to joking. you. Um, I have seen A Fistful of Dollars but not for a while and I don't know how close to the film this episode is but it it feels to me it it feels to me much more like it's this is basically Xena Warrior Princess's first go at an Indiana Jones episode there's lots of Mm. indie inspiration in this I think yeah for sure Um, and when I say inspiration I mean is plagiarism the right word? (laughs) If only it, like, homage, um, homage. Like, yeah, it really is a lot of that, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. All we really needed was like a rolling boulder thing, and uh, someone yeah. putting something onto a pressure plate in order to pick something else up. That would have been good as well. Yeah, but, a lot, but yeah. a lot of a lot of common a lot of common elements. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's in, it's Indiana Jones Xena edition, but kind of shit. <laughs> but don't don't worry because we will come back to that and and they'll come back to it and do it much much better. Oh, so much better, Indiana on. Jones. Zena. Yeah. So this, this is so this is the better. this is the first this is the first attempt. Um. So we start running through the jungle, chased by drums. <laughs> <laughs> you know that sounded like the Inspector Gadget theme tune. I did actually. <laughs> You know, our our friend Redvine said the other day, um, oh, I noticed that you don't actually enjoy any of these episodes, which I had to go back and prove to her wasn't the case. Yeah. I think maybe just the parts that we find shit are the parts that stick in her mind. We have enjoyed many of the episodes. Well, we more have. than I expected we have. to. <laughs> and I, I think there I think there is actually quite a lot to enjoy in this one. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's okay. Right. I'll give some suggestions of how it could have been better towards the end. Okay. I'll give my good. feedback. We'll we'll all look forward to that. <laughs> I bet you will. Anyway, so as I say, run, uh, this, some guy. So this isn't Zena and Gabrielle. Some guy running through the jungle with um, drums pursuing him. Um, he's obviously running away from something, looking over his shoulder, and then suddenly, bam! He's hit in the face with a log. Um, by some warlord type uh, trying to take his his um his lovely little velvet purse, mm, which is a, <laughs> a a nicer piece of luggage than you'd expect from from this rando. Uh, so yeah, from this <laughs> scruffy <laughs> rando. Everyone, I, I don't think it's fully explained where these clues came from, why anyone has them, or I, anything. I, you know, I but like this, the script here. We need here, that, do we? The set. Yeah. Well. 
I mean, it would have been nice. I mean, they could have cut some of the interminable scenes later in order to have a 30-second sort of info dump (laughs) (laughs) about how this all began. And now the exposition. Yeah. There now follows an exposition. Yeah. Pay attention. Yeah, that would have been that would. There, there's my feedback number one on how to improve this. Could you have given us any backstory whatsoever about how Does this all started? Does I mean, it matter? Kind of. Uh, it depends. Like, do, does story matter, Flam? Is that what you're saying to me? Are you saying to me that stories don't matter? You're saying they don't need I, to hold I together. Think- I think there's enough um, what we can loosely call plot in this episode for for that not to matter. It's just like, okay, here's the score. There are some, we're on to this, but there are some clues. We need to get them all together and do the thing. So let's let's not let's not labour the point. I suggest but isn't that what this podcast is? Belabouring the point. The podcast. I I thought this was flogging a dead horse. Uh, no, I'm not into um, necrophilia. Or <laughs> no, that's the... <laughs> that's the joke. That's we'd, the joke. We'd like to apologise for. <laughs> what do you call it if someone's into BDSM, necrophilia, and bestiality? Flogging a dead horse. <laughs> dead horse. <laughs> Did you just make that up? No. Ah. Uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Surely You're... you know this about me tonight. We've known each other for like four years, nearly. Um, you. I don't make anything up. <laughs> Nothing I've ever done is original. Uh, my entire true. my entire sense of humor is stealing other people's lines and reappropriating them at an appropriate moment, or in this case, wildly inappropriate moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I think our our shared sense of humor basically relies on a lot of. I understood that reference. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Captain America. <laughs> which which often I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you do, so it's all good. Yeah. So, yeah. so the script here is right that there are four people who have got one of a one of a clue. There's four clues to reach this treasure, yeah. um, which every you know four different people have them, and now it's like it's like that episode of The Simpsons where grand where grandpa's got uh into a what do you call it. What is the name of the thing? A tontine. That's it. A tontine. Can you not hear what me? Is that why you're waiting? about? <laughs> no, I can hear you. I just have no idea what you're talking about. What's a tontine? It's when everybody has got, like, one key to the treasure chest. And okay. the last man alive has gets them all. You don't, okay. You don't watch The Simpsons, I take it. Well, I do. It's like a million episodes. <laughs> So like it's sort of like And that. I'm almost as old as, as uh, Abe Simpson. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You are very wrinkly and decrepit. That's true. Yeah. Um we had to postpone the recording of this podcast for five minutes due to a hot flush. That's how <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Actually true. So um, that's kind of what it's like, right? It's like Abe Simpson's um mm-hmm. Nazi painting tontine. If you anyone, if any of you listening watch The Simpsons, um, because I was going to say, oh, so so the moral of this is, it take you've got to you've got to have teamwork to make the dream work. So you've all got to work together. No, the or moral is that you murder everyone. You just else. have to kill everyone <laughs> once you've got all the clues. Because it's all douchebags that have got the clues, right? 
Two kinds of people in the world. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so the the guy that's getting is that's getting smacked by a log for his yeah. clue is a dude mm-hmm. called Lycus. Um, yeah. Which is that an old? Isn't that an old search engine? <laughs> Lycos. Oh, like that was Lycos, wasn't it? Yeah, I'd forgotten yeah. that. Um. Yeah. So he expires, but not before saying the Titan's key. Which is the MacGuffin of this episode. Yes. Right. The Titan's key. Yeah. Xena um, Z- has turned up um, to chase the, the assailant. Yeah. Um, and she grabs his little, her little, his little velvet pouch off him. <laughs> she <laughs> this barely... will be a recurring theme. She, <laughs> she grabs his velvet purse. <laughs> she embarrassingly for him easily grabs his little velvet purse. Yeah. And it, again, embarrassingly easily, uh, is able to stop him. Is able to keep him away, just by going. Yeah. Nah! You know, look whether she got a foot up <laughs> while she's trying to read his clue. She's got a foot up and is like, Mer! like uh, you know, kicking yeah, up near his I've, face. I made a note. I made a note here saying, Zena chases him with her fighting makes me wet face. <laughs> with her fighting makes me wet face. Yeah. Wow. She loves it. She loves a bit of fighting. Loves it. <laughs> okay. Um, you know the you know the look I mean. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, I, oh, look I, at her pretending to be a prude now. <laughs> they can't see me. It's all cool. Um, <laughs> we're once again attempting this being on video to stop what talking over each other routine. I'm not sure it worked last time, but we'll <laughs> yeah, how's it, it going? We'll give it another try. Um, so. She does basically with this guy what I do with my cats when I'm trying to stop them from stealing dinner from my plate. Just mm. sort of push them slightly away and wait for them to try again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it turns out that what was on this little bit of paper was a map, which she has now memorised, right? So Well, Im- importantly, Im- importantly, uh, what? I forgot what I was going to say was important. Um, he, he says he's already... can't it? Can it? I mean, like, you forgot it within seconds of saying the word importantly. I know, and I'm looking at my notes as well. Seconding. <laughs> so he's, he's this guy um, is called Thersites or something like that. He be, he looks a bit like Thersites. Looks a bit like Spike from Buffy, but kind of on. No, he doesn't. Well, he's got he's got the bleach blonde hair. He's got bleach blonde hair. That is the only thing that is in any way like Spike from Buffy. Like, Spike from Buffy look, was attractive. Was he? Is if this the like great Jay Lagaya debate thing? again? If you like that sort of thing. I mean, like, oh, I don't well. fancy men, but I do recognise when one is more conventionally attractive than the other. Okay. Like, James Marsters, okay. Masters, Marsters, which was it? I can't remember. He's got the chiselled right. cheekbones and the oh, very chiseled, fake very chiseled, English yes. accent. This guy's got none of that and bad teeth, so you know he's a real baddie. He's got like and a, and the wrong kind of scar, and he's just twitchy as fuck, isn't he? He's, yeah, um, he's like he's, he, he's kind of he's like he's on. It looks as if he's he's being played by Andy Circus. <laughs> kind of. You know, he does look slightly like Andy Circus. If you look yeah. like anyone who looks like Andy Circus, as Gollum. <laughs> But I quite like the way he played it. It was it yeah, was very yeah. hammy, but it yeah, was yeah, yeah, it was yeah. quite it was fun. Um, yeah. He's already got two clues. Um, but are they blue clues? Got, <laughs> Z, 
Zena's got <laughs> hold of the other clue. He threatens Zena by holding his dagger like a table tennis bat. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and watch it and you'll, you'll see I mean, what I mean. What's he going to do? Like, you can't get the clue off her, though. That's, she's done a smart thing. She's now unkillable. Well, because she's eaten it. She's yeah. memorised the clue and eaten the paper. Yeah. I mean, that's what they, should, that's what they all should have done. Clearly. You know, Clearly. dumbasses. They, they make their way back to the clearing where Gabrielle is futilely trying to do some um, first aid on, on Lycus. No, um, she was covering him up with a, a, a blanket. Like, there was no first aid Well, she aid had happening. been. Well, no, when we see her, but she, she had been attempting to keep Did him going. died almost instantly. As soon as he wasn't yeah. relevant to the plot, it was like, sorry. Bye, Lycus. You, you were a short-lived search engine. Uh, Google has superseded you. Um, so, so they're going to. So go... it turns out these these clues are the the way to find the Sumerian treasure. Oh yeah, I and forgot to mention the treasure. Obviously, the the Sumerian treasure is clearly a thing that everyone knows about because Gabriel's like, oh, right, oh, the Sumerian treasure. Oh, the lost right. treasure of the Sumerians. You know, no, I mean, yeah. who are the Sumerians? Well, as we'll find out later, Thersites is a Sumerian. Okay, yeah. cool. Sumeria is. Uh, an ancient region of um, the Middle East where is roughly where Israel is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, or part of it. So, um, there you go. I googled that. That's my research for the week. <laughs> that, what the fuck is that Samaria? Was, that, kind of came, that came through in, in your delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interestingly, according to <laughs> Wikipedia, Samaria is a biblical reference. Right. Yeah. Um, Yes, so they're going to go and find the other guy who's got the fourth clue, right? Because we're missing mm-hmm. a clue. Uh, why is this so urgent? Well, it's because of this Titan's Key business, as Zena explains to Gabrielle. Uh, the Titan's Key is going to open um, the Hall of Ambrosia. And Ambrosia, as I'm sure you know, is a tinned custard. Uh, no, tinned rice. About, about, about <laughs> 59p. 59 <laughs> It's tastes, it's nice probably enough. Probably more now. It's probably more now. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a bit of a rush on tins over the last eighteen months <laughs> That's or true. so. Um, we're tell us what ambrosia is in this context. Oh, in this context, right? Okay. Well, Professor Google. Devon knows why they make it so creamy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the food of the gods. I mean, I would. I, it's all right. I wouldn't go that far. I prefer homemade custard. <laughs> Anyway, right. so Zena's very keen to get to not to get hold of the Ambrosia, but to make sure that the bad guys don't get hold of the Ambrosia yeah. to become gods. Yeah, because that's um, what happens as they, if you eat the food yeah. of the gods, you become a god. Apparently, uh, as we'll find out in a season two episode, this comes. We will. This is it's not really a setup for season two because I don't believe for an instant that they had any idea what season two would be at this stage. No. I don't believe that or, for or one that moment. it would exist. No. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> But it, so at this point, they they leave Lycus behind under Gabrielle's second best traveling blanket, and um, I think I, I think it was under her best traveling blanket because we see what shit oh. she has to deal with later. Oh yeah, that's true. She's the shitty blankets that they've got later. Yeah. yeah. And as they leave, Zena says goodbye, my friend. Oh, what but is it with this my friend? So shit. so clearly they they listen to the podcast and they know not to say <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, my friend. Don't say my it friend. more than once, right? My so friend, it's another goodbye. Yet another old friend of Zena's. I mean, she does. She's got them. They 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 certainly uh, crop. You know, they're growing like weeds, man. These old friends. A, it's like every fucker. She's a friendly girl. 
Uh, She's a friendly girl. Very friendly. And yeah, the, the guy that they're going to see, Petrocles, is yet another old friend, but we'll put that in quote marks because not only does she fucking hate him now, but he's also an ex, so <laughs> even better. I, I thought you were going to say, not only does she fucking hate him, she hates fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> I think she probably at some point loved fucking him. That's the implication. <laughs> the implication here is the reason that she's so mad at him is because yes. he bested her in the field of, like, I don't know, love <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> like, if you want to call it that. Yeah. I don't know where in the timeline or history this would occur. Um, no. Because... I'm going to guess approximately <laughs> ten winters ago. No, because ten winters ago was when all the crazy started, right? That's when she went mad and just became basically feral and yeah. as evil as possible. Um, mm-hmm. That's when all that shit happened. That's when all that went down. So it has to be before that, before she was fully evil. Which would imply... Okay. I'm going to get my Xena yeah, Warrior Princess nerd out here. Okay, so it's before she was a full, before she was fully evil, which implies... Before yes. Julius Caesar crucified her, this is spoilers for the future. Those of you who've not seen the, who've not seen season two, so it's before Caesar, okay. and therefore before she learned to do pressure points, and therefore it doesn't make any sense why he would know she could do pressure points and be afraid of them in a later scene. Oh my god, you're a comic book guy. <laughs> Worst, I think you're fake. Worst episode ever. Pressure points. <laughs> <laughs> she knew this only after. <laughs> Do you know what? Zena was at, Lucy Lawless was in an episode of. I know it was awesome. <laughs> comic, <laughs> that one I have seen. And comic book guy did something very similar to that, talking about yeah. some fucking inconsistency, and she yes. just goes, "Shut the fuck up, you sweaty nerd." <laughs> <laughs> That's that is who I am. That's I I, yeah. I embrace it. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, back back to the episode. It's casually <laughs> dropped in to the conversation that um, the Hall of Ambrosia is in a volcano. That oh, that volcano, but that's about to blow. Well, obviously it is because jeopardy. Yeah. So we. So oh we yeah, have this a, is a... why it's urgent now because if the mm. volcano blows, then they might be able to get into the place without the key. And yeah. therefore, that would be bad. I think it would be better, right? Here's an idea. Here's my way of making Uh-oh. this episode better. Is if they just waited to see if that happened without telling anyone else that this is a thing, that this is a, a thing that's happening, and then just sort of go and sort out if that happened. But no. Sort of a just in time rather than just in case. Well, yeah, but like, no, no one, none of them could even have got to the treasure room. Without Xena. No. <laughs> True. And therefore, True. none of it, there would be no jeopardy because no one would know that was there but her. So therefore, you can just wait. So that would be one way of making this episode better by removing the plot entirely <laughs> and just having it be Gabrielle and Xena set camped near a volcano and there yeah. was only one bedroll. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, dearie me. Anyway, so that that having not happened, unfortunately, um, they are on the way to find um, Petrocles to get to get the other clue, another clue. 
And Petrocles, as we've indicated, has history with Xena, and it turns out they were to have been married. Yeah. When when we meet him, um, he's a dick. Well, I, I think this is. I think it's very surprising that they were to be married because he's got the worst faux mullet in oh, Xena history. Really His hair is terrible. The the way they do long hair in in Xena is um, I just have their obviously their normal short hair. They don't use wigs. They use headbands with extensions. <laughs> and this and this guy basically hair glued on. has a has a crew cut. Are they still called crew cuts? What do, they, what do the young people call crew cuts? Well, this is anyway, like a number got, three got, or something. Yeah, number three. He's got, got very short hair and this headband with really obvious... Sophie. Um, like nylon extensions. It's, it's, it's upsetting. It's really it's upsetting. hideous, but you mm. know that we're meant to uh, sympathise with this guy because he's they've hired an actor who's got porcelain caps on his teeth. Therefore... He has. He, he hasn't... I don't think he's got a voice coach, though. No, no. So you know, so he's never going to come back. This mm. is a one-episode guy. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so, he, he's so he's there, like threatening some villagers that he might, he might, if you know, he's thinking about selling them into slavery and burning down their homes mm. because if he doesn't, then he'll look bad. That's his argument. Um, you know, and I'm not sure, like. What the point of that was like the point of it was to say that he's a bad guy but then they later try and take it back and say that he's not a bad guy so the, what was he doing that for then i mean so well he, he is a bad guy but perhaps he's <clears throat> he's not a bad guy but he's not literally the worst guy yeah <laughs> okay and I, I think i think the main reason is just for a little bit of comedy because um so he's he's threatening this cowering villager yeah um talking about taking his, his cows and his horses and, and whatnot. And then we hear a big thump outside and then Xena enters with style uh, through a through a nice split curtain. Oh, and um, my favourite so, bit, Gabrielle yes. explaining to the guy that she's just thumped what the first aid care is. Yeah. What the first aid for being thumped is. <laughs> being Specifically being thumped by Xena. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you use a cold compress, it won't smell. It won't smell. won't swell. It might smell. You never know. I mean, I don't think these people wash much. So I think it, it probably smells yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, class. That's a real good bit. Zach Gabrielle is completely sans staff this week. No staff whatsoever. Um. And the only thing, her, her weapon that she goes to ready every time there's a fight coming is just her bag. It's just her little handbag that she's brought with her. It's <laughs> I noticed that. Proper <laughs> handbags at dawn. This is the Brilliant. only weapon she has. She just smacks people with a bag. I mean, I hope there's a fucking brick in there at least. <laughs> I hope it's something, man. Because otherwise, where is that beautiful Amazon staff that Ephany gave you? Honestly, Gabrielle. Oh. So, they get Patrocles in... No, Petrocles, sorry. I, I get this confused, right? Because Patrocles is Achilles' bum boy from the Odyssey. Um, um, now, I have to take issue with your language there. <laughs> what? I think I think you'll find it's actually Patroclus was his bum boy. <laughs> Not Patrocles. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? But um, I think it's... I've heard it pronounced Patroclus. 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 Anyway. Patroclus. Um, Patroclus. Patroclus. That's not oh, how, that's I've, said, not how I've said it so many times, it doesn't feel like a real word now. Like tartlet. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, no, don't. <laughs> tartlet. In- Scissors. Scissors. Oh, Sellotape. Scissors. Say it with me. Scissors. No. 
I'm not scissoring <laughs> with you. I'm a married woman. Um, uh, <laughs> in Xenoland, uh, it would be pronounced Patrocles. Definitely. Yes. So that's Achilles' bum boy anyway, is what I'm trying to say. And, and, and he's not Petro- in this story, is he? But this is Petrocles. Let's let's just guy. call him Mullet. Uh, Mullet yeah. man. <laughs> didn't when I texted you earlier about him, I didn't didn't I just call him long haired sleazebag? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he they bring him back. Oh yeah, the comedy was that Xena oh, yeah, just... so, uh, Z- shows him the treasure, the Sumerian treasure. Yeah. And, and he's um, so blindsided by this that he just agrees to everything she says, like give them their cattle pack. Give them their horses. Yeah. So he does and, and off they rhubarb, off the off the villagers go and go, oh, <laughs> cattle, horses, oh we've got away with it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be sold for slaves today. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Hurrah! <laughs> so they get him back, right? And he hates this guy. The two guys, the two douchebags hate each other. You know, which is fair enough. Yeah. It's fair enough. Yeah. Pe- like, Petrocles is sleazy. Thesites is kind of skeezy. And, yeah. And like, I mean, I understand this because frankly, I hate them both. Yes. Um, they're both loathsome. They are. Disgusting. Uh, we're expected to believe through this, the course of this episode that that not Achilles' bum boy is <laughs> actually... <laughs> that he's actually not loathsome. And is actually good, actually. Uh, and, is some, and is something of a charmer, as, oh. as we discover in the next scene, because uh, Gabrielle's walking alongside Patroclus, Pe- Petrocles. Whatever this fucking him, name is. Mullet, mullet man. Mullet, and, they, yeah. and they actually have a sweet-talking competition. Which of us is the best at sweet-talking? So it's that, Gabrielle. That is, obviously, it's Gabrielle. <laughs> um, but Zena interrupts. She, she gets Gabrielle away from him. She doesn't like her talking to that man. Yeah. Now, Gab- and, um, now, this guy is quite... He's kind of a carbon copy of the stupid warlord boyfriend from episode two, isn't he? He's very similar. I suppose he is. What, emo guy? Yeah, he's very similar to emo guy, just a bit older, but the same he's shitty not hair. Nice. Ugh, but I'm talking about looks-wise, because like, Gabriel, okay. Gabriel seems to fancy this guy. Right? Yeah. Which is just baffling. Um... But looks-wise, they're sort of similar. They've got the same shitty long hair, the same bad mullet, the same yeah. the same sort of taste in clothes, you know. I guess this, this guy's a bit a bit more um, substantial. Emo guy was kind yeah, of he's older. Willowy he's, and he's filled out emo. a bit like a pup, you know. Yeah, okay. Like a twelve-month-old yeah. pup versus a, a six-monther. Um, <laughs> oh, six-month-old pup. Let's think about that for a minute. Isn't that lovely? Sure. Oh. <laughs> Let's, let's think about puppies. Let's think about puppies instead. So um, <laughs> so this dude's like, he's basically says, oh, if I didn't know better, I'd say you were jealous. Or is that later he says that? I can't remember. Which I agree, she uh, is jealous, like, just not of the thing yeah, that you and, think. <laughs> yeah, like, like me, you'll, you'll have thought. Yeah, not of you though. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, no, that <coughs> actually, I think that does come later because the first, the next thing yeah. that happens, isn't it, is that they do their first, um, their first Indiana Jones thing, which is they have to cross a, a gaping chasm on a rickety. Oh no, you, you missed a couple of missed a couple bridge. of good missed a couple of good things here. They, they have okay. a little yeah. I literally they, um, had no memory of them. 
<laughs> this is why I take notes, you see. Mm. They they have a little haggle over the share. It's like, well, well, I had two of the clues. I should get half the treasure. And it's like, oh, no, I should have blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, Thersites' occupation comes up and the fact that he's he's an assassin. Mm-hmm. But but Petroclus calls him a murderer. And he says, no, I'm an, I'm an assassin. Assassination is for pay. Murder is for kicks. That makes sense. And, yeah. yeah, and I just I've thought... I've got a friend like, who, who would probably think that. Well, we I did her last week. <laughs> throw back to last week, and I've actually written down big goblin energy. Yeah. <laughs> he is like a little goblin here, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's got that twitchy look. He's got that twitchy thing about, and, about him. And the other thing you've, the, that we skipped over was um, the, a, a little interruption, because Thersites' um, current client turns up, who's who's hired him to... To, to, kill to do a bad murder yeah. somewhere. To do um, a bad murder, yeah. To do a bad murder. <laughs> and for some reason it 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 seems to be Moses. Yeah. He's <laughs> got this Moses <laughs> wig and beard with yeah. um, those little you know, you get little beard baubles now. Yeah. For, yeah. for hipster guys. It's he's, like, he's got that it's kind like of vajazzling for beards. Yes. <laughs> that's a better that's a better description. <laughs> it gives I would say yeah. that's just bedazzling, isn't it? I guess, but <laughs> uh, uh, so so this is a disgruntled, um, disgruntled of yeah. Thrace client, <laughs> <laughs> wherever they are. Disgusted of Tunbridge Thrace. Um, <laughs> so he's there they are, all swords drawn. Yeah, he's a big Karen energy as well. <laughs> I wish to speak to your manager. So swords drawn, they're about to do a fight, 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 but Thersites has a trick up his sleeve, quite literally, literally. and it's a a, a sprung dagger. So he kind of does a little Spider-Man wrist flick. Yeah. And And then um, all the guys, the guys, the young guys with the swords are so terrified of the fact that he's killed the old guy who is no threat whatsoever. Um, that they run off in fear. He's killed Moses. (laughs) He's killed whoever, you know. Um, This guy was so... I mean, I can sort of understand because he paid 5,000 dinars for this job. That's a lot of fucking mm. money. That is a shit ton of money, man. 5,000. Oh, do you know, there's somewhere <laughs> on, on whoosh.org, whoosh.org, uh-huh. which whoosh. is still in existence. Um, is it, is it I a that, uh, currency conversion? <laughs> no, there was, there was a whole, there was like a dissertation on the economy oh. of the value, the value of the dinar and, and someone had gone through every episode and, you know, what, what cost what, and you could work out from that. You know what was what was uh, kind of in demand, the whole supply and demand thing, pushing prices up. And you called me a comic book guy <laughs> when there are people like that in the world. Yeah, but I, that's not me. <laughs> this does rem- it does somewhat <laughs> remind me of the PowerPoint presentation I made about how Tom Paris is a lying scumbag <laughs> <laughs> because he he at one point uh, to in order to look big in front of Amelia Earhart. Don't ask how. If you don't watch Voyager, <laughs> just don't ask. Uh, he, he translated maximum the maximum warp of Voyager, which was 9.95, into miles per second. And if you do that, it completely ruins the scale of the show. If you actually work mm. it out to its logical conclusion, which obviously I did... Two conclusions that you can reach, which the PowerPoint did reach. One, Tom <laughs> Paris is a lying prick who wanted to look big in front of Amelia Earhart. Or two, yes. 
um, no one in the writing staff had any comprehension of scale or understanding of what anything was. So I choose to believe one, Tom Paris is a oh, lying yeah. prick. Yeah. So <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> my <lad. laughs> uh, Yeah. So, okay, and then we have the Indiana Jones bit of they have to cross a chasm on a rickety wooden bridge, right? Yes. Having having first had a little recap of the spiders crawling out of the skull oh, yeah. shot from a, from a few episodes ago, so some recycled Oh, and I suppose CGI. one other slightly important thing is that they dropped in that Thersites is Sumerian. This yes, will that's be where important we get that later. Yes, for reasons. I mean, ish. <laughs> sort yeah, of ish. Not, not, I not mean, really. like, yeah, well, not really, because there was no. There's this. I can immediately think of a way that it, you wouldn't have needed him to be. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get to sudden interruption by um, jungle drums, arrows, mist, a rickety bridge. They've got blue arrowheads, so that means that they're centaurs, right? I know. I know. Established. And the drums are Amazons, aren't they? That's a, Except that's it's guys thing. with like bones through their noses because it's just random semi-tribal nonsense. Oh, I didn't see it. Was there a guy with a Oh, nose maybe, I've just, I maybe this is the Mandela effect. Maybe I just remember that and it wasn't actually there. <gasps> maybe it's your that's your colonial worldview. Well, I am British, as you know. Oh, yeah. I don't want Three. to be, but I am. Anyway, so predictable <laughs> things happen with this rickety rope bridge across a chasm. Yeah. Uh, Petrocles gets across, Gabrielle starts, the Cites rushes the bridge, it collapses. One blah, at a time, blah, bitch. Blah. One at a time, they said, but no, he has to dash over because he's a fucking. I know. Um, I know. You know Gab- Gabrielle, I have to wanker. say, is, Gabrielle is particularly lame at, at bridge work. <laughs> yeah. Like literally just getting across a bridge and then when the bridge kind of but when the, the rope breaks and the bridge well, swings it down it t- basically turns into a ladder yeah it's just a she, ladder now I, I can't get a foothold it's my I bad american accent again you're welcome well what she said was i can't hold on and you're like mate get a grip literally but uh, she's got quite she's got quite defined arm muscles now i think villager gab would have immediately fallen so at least she can hold on now <laughs> But I yes. mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, yeah, silly. climb up the ladder thing. That's what Thersites does. I refuse yeah. to accept that you are lamer than him. I refuse. And immediately Absolutely. after she says, I can't hold on, he literally uses her as part of the ladder, like yeah. treads on her shoulder or her head or something. And she yeah. still manages to hold on with the weight of a full, fully grown goblin man. A fully grown prick on top of her. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> okay. There'll be no more pricks. Fully good. Um, <laughs> but I tell what it is good is that it gives Zena the opportunity to go and forward flip, uh, looping yes. and go and leap onto. <laughs> the, leaping and yipping. Yeah. Leaping and lipping like a leaping chihuahua launching itself like from, six month old. The, from the bed. <laughs> Um, and she does get to do a nice little ra- uh, hang on Gabrielle I'll just wrap my arm strongly around your waist business yes um, and then get you know a little upskirt moment as well while she pushes her foot up <laughs> is... you're horrible you're a bad person you've known this all along 
Surely. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I've ever heard you condoning upskirt. Stuff, oh, but though. this is in a they're in a situation of implied consent here. They're life partners. I mean, if my wife okay. wore skirts, she would be fine with me looking up them. Is what I'm saying. She doesn't. Problem. Problematic. She's too much for that. Do we need to have a conversation about consent? <laughs> implied. This is what I'm mm. saying. Implied consent due to their long-standing relationship. <laughs> One of fourteen episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Fine, I've talked myself out of that being okay. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, but what's what, good, right? Once Gab- seen as hoiked Gabrielle up off off the bridge back onto the other side of the thing. There's a re- really nice scene yeah. of Gabrielle just thumping the first sight. He's yeah, just going with her bag as well. With her bag, the handbag. On. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, so it's that's fun. class. That's good. Show. One of the things I really enjoy about rewatching this series is is how much fun Gabrielle was and how funny yeah. she was and Renee was because I, I I last watched obviously the later seasons where it's it's not all shits and giggles. Quite yeah, yeah, like because this. Gabrielle's like had, grown, grown up and had her trauma yeah, and all that shit. And I'd I'd forgotten this playfulness and the cuteness. It's lovely. I'm classic. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Classic Gabrielle cute, cute era. Yeah. 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 So yeah, um, so you get through that. That's Indiana Jones stage one. Well, I suppose Indiana yep. Jones stage one is the fact that there are four clues and we all have to work together. Yeah. To it. So um, that night, Gabby sneaks off to talk to Petrocles. She touches him on the arm and then immediately gets <sighs> like a sort of, you know, I think she gets uh, a sort of like tingling in her loins there because of is this. It, is it pheromones? Yeah. <laughs> Sweat, you mean? Um, <laughs> she seems she seems to get all a bit hot and bothered because she touched his arm, you know. Um, she, well, she she likes a bit of warrior sweat, I think. That's true. Um, I mean, I I would have hoped that she was a bit more discerning, but apparently not. Mm. Well, sadly, not at this stage because in in frankly vomit inducing scenes, they they end up kissing in the moonlight. Um, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Gross. Dunno. Dunno. Yeah. So Zena really, really, really hates this. <laughs> She's not happy about this at all. And this is when when Patrocles, Patrocles, when Mullet comes mm. back. When Mullet comes back to the camp mm. and she does the thing with the pressure point, like holding her fingers to the pressure point on his neck. As if to say, I could easily cut off the flow of blood to your brain. Not that that's the yeah. organ where the blood's going currently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've explained earlier, as previously explained in my previous dissertation, that this is uh, slightly inconsistent with future canon, <laughs> with future events. I've, I've got I've got a note here that just says, I think there may have been some plot here that I missed. Because I kind of lost it, lost a little bit. Well, oh, this is this is also this is an important moment. This um, night time at this camp because this is the first time we ever see Zena sharpening her sword by the campfire. Oh, that's which a is fan a fiction staple, staple, a yeah. staple of every every fanfic. Got to get that so, whetstone out, moment. or if you're a bad fanfic writer, whetstone. Oh. <laughs> things isn't it it's one of those things that you just immediately click the back button back in the day early 
uh, early in our acquaintance, dear listener, um, I I cottoned on to this um, kind of weakness of one guy's <laughs> this insistence on grammar, and I casually dropped into our group chat something about being on tender hooks. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. And then I waited. <laughs> <laughs> You know the reaction gif uh, of Louise from Bob's, Bur- Bob's Burgers twitching? <laughs> the twitchy eye. That's me right now. And often. And often. Yeah. It's fun. Fun times. Fun. Yeah. Fun It's not times. quite as bad as the as the sort of semi-frequent fanfic homophone mistake, which is when waste, W-A-I-S-T, becomes waste, <laughs> oh W-A-S-T-E. She... She embraced um, Zena's waist. <laughs> yeah, she embraced the waist. <laughs> this is not the kind of fanfic I was into. Like, <laughs> no. It's not good. Yeah. So, um, so meanwhile, uh, what... Thersites is listening yeah. to this with his beady eyes open, right? Oh, that that's why I said I think there might have been some plot that I missed, because I saw him having pretended to be asleep. I thought, what, what did he listen to? So I, well, I don't really know he was what... listening to... Zena very obviously being pissed off with Mullet uh, because he's just looking for the first in he can to sow discord in the group and to therefore okay. be a dick, you know. Um, okay. And this is obviously none of these people like each other. That's the thing. There's like he hates two, Mullet. Two of them do. He hates Zena. Like he hates Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates their sizes. Um, yes. Zena hates Mullet, but Gabrielle doesn't. Gabrielle. Gabrielle got to have her her tingles um, semi her semi annual kiss with a man. Um, <laughs> but she's had like three or four recently. Yeah, you know? she's getting it on. She's just getting around this girl. It's the first time she's been away from. That's true. What's it's it? like she's gone to college. You know. Yeah. It's like when like she's a fresher. Yeah, she's in freshers' week, and like she she could yeah. she could shag three guys in one night. I knew a girl who did that once. Um. Yeah. <laughs> But she's just doing it kissing now, just kissing for now, you know. Okay. Come back, yeah. to, you know, as we know from the Titans episode, she is a virgin, so something. Um, <laughs> but then, right, okay, this is the the next stage of the plan is they have to go to the temple, and I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a temple, out of mm. respect for the <laughs> the writing staff of this episode. Oh, not say for because it Demeter. is no fuck her man. D- Demeter. She's Demeter. just a weirdo who can't stand her daughter being out of sight lot, you know, for longer than a few months. Yeah. She's like, what an oddball. She's like, I will let the whole world go to rack and ruin because my daughter moved out. Fuck off. Well, you she's weirdo. trying to save her daughter from spending eternity in Hades is another she way of likes looking at that story. There. She likes it. She's mad about the guy. Anyway, I like, I like the way this, this this whole section starts with a little pre-match huddle with the, the four of them. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of expect them to go, go Hydras! <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, there's some sort of scheme here at this temple, and I am putting mm. I'm putting temple in inverted commas. Just imagine that, okay? Because this yeah. thing is a tent. It's, if it's, it's set anything. dressing, isn't it? It's this just a bit thing, set dressing. It's got no walls. It's just got beads. This is a thing that you could put up in a beer garden and have it be okay as a COVID safe um, outdoor shelter. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Um, so they have to what, go what to it? this temple because there's something there. We don't know yet what it is, but we'll find out in a minute. I mean, oh, okay, spoilers. It's a fucking big ruby. It's a big ass ruby, which is just sitting in this temple in the middle of nowhere with two yeah. guards and a priest standing a priest. around outside. Now, I've got an idea. Maybe they could have sneaked up from the other side where there were no guards and no wall <laughs> and just gone in the back and nabbed the fucking but nothing. No, what they have to do is Gabrielle and Thersites have to go up and pretend to be and as we get Gabrielle's amazing acting skills here oh, pretend to be she... visiting pilgrims from the sister temple in Flam, you tell us. Gabrielle says <laughs> we're from I love this. We're from Nonamia. Across the, <laughs> and then it goes on, it gets better. Across the waters. Big, Big waters. waters. Huge waters. <laughs> she, she does the whole Donald Trump thing. <laughs> huge. This huge. huge. The biggest. Than you terrific, terrific waters. Terrific, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't quite do the job, but, but when they... When they um, Cross the priest's hands with Sumerian gold. That that does the that does the trick. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, this is my experience of religion. You mm. go there in order to give money. That's the yeah, and they just say, "Ah, oh, true, true believers, true believers." Yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. We've got a real true believer. Let me just let me just bite down on this coin first before I decide if true <laughs> believers. You know. <laughs> um, our last little bit of Gabrielle hamming it up as a as a priestess. We get some very odd chanting. It's really hokey yeah and like these two i mean like they just appear out of nowhere they've got weird blankets on they're just they've wrapped yeah. themselves in weird blankets why couldn't they just have walked up as they were what they actually look as if they're they look as if they're being escorted into the old bailey for <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we know that she used her best blanket to cover the search engine from earlier because yes. the blankets they've got are really <laughs> ragged and they've got holes in them and shit. Yeah. Um, and so all of this to grab a ruby, which they duly do, and then Zena and then Zena and, and Mullet have to knock the guards out anyway. This is slightly funny. Where the priest is going, Yo stole oh, yeah. from the <laughs> goddess Demeter, the sacrilege, your doom is assured and then Your limbs shall be torn from your body. <laughs> and then one instant later, Mullet and Xena knock out the guards, and he just turns around, looks at that, looks at them, and goes, <laughs> "On the other hand, <laughs> you know, or you can like, have the ruby, or just have the fucking ruby, just have that, you know, just have the <laughs> the paste stone that we've made up for this <laughs> for <Yeah>. this occasion. <laughs> like this is a big fuck off ruby. If this is a real ruby that existed, it would not be in this little wallless nowhere." It's basically unprotected. This no is a big fuck off ruby, man. Yeah, so. it would be it would be in No where the you know the the big where the good temple is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in No absolutely. So, so they get this. This is what they need, and then they take that to the next place. Is there a tremor at some point here? I think there's maybe a tremor. Yeah, I, I've got a note Just that says to remind. Oh, oh noes, the volcano is all rumbly. It's rumbly and it's tumbly. Yeah. <laughs> Just to remind you that there's going to be a a, a, a volcanic eruption, um, mm. in case you'd forgotten, which I had. One hundred percent. Had forgotten. It, they were right. They, that, that, that was, was good. happening. Um, yeah. And so they come. They 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 go along and they find three big Easter Island heads, pretty much. 
That's basically what it is. No, they're not. They're not. Well, they're just big heads at all. Big heads, big big stone heads, heads. big ugly stone heads, like the, like the ones you get in Animal Crossing. The yes, the whatever it's called statue. Yeah, <laughs> I've got like I've got one real one and one fake one, and the the fake one is the smiling one. Ha <laughs> ha! You gotta love it. Um, that'll be totally incomprehensible if you don't play Animal Crossing, and possibly even if you do. So, <laughs> um, and then they've got the next clue, which is just so lame. Mm. Oh, this is this is where it t- it goes from what Indiana Jones puzzle. to um, <laughs> it turns to the fucking Da Vinci Code. <laughs> they need. They need Renowned cryptologist, Robert, whatever his name is. The renowned cryptologist, Tom Hanks. So, tell us what the first clue is, Wonko. Um, I don't remember. Is it... The first clue is... It's something about... The teacher's student. Well, that makes no sense. But apparently it will make sense when you hear the second clue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The second clue... Is not incorrect. The teacher's student (laughs) is not incorrect. Yeah. And they they stand around scratching their heads. Um, For a really long time. Yeah. It's and incredibly then, lame. Yeah. And then someone twigs, well, Zena twigs. Well, obviously it means the pu- the teacher student is the pupil. Is not incorrect. That's a double ne- negative. Right. The pupil's right. The right pupil. The right pupil. What could that possibly mean on the this right statue pupil. with many eyes? Oh! <laughs> of the eye! Of the eye! But hang Ooh. on, there are three Ooh. statues. What's the third clue? Neither remember. east nor west. Wow. Well, God, what a fucking impenetrable riddle this is. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder the Ambrosia's been no wonder protected no one all these ever years. Found it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they they pop the ruby in the right pupil of the middle statue and then they wait until sunrise, at which point the sun will hit the ruby and something mystic will happen, just like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And lo and behold, it does. Um, it does. A beam of light points directly to a polystyrene rock, which takes four people to move. Yep. Thersites <laughs> <laughs> gives up really easily. He's like, oh, yeah, it's, just, no, a it's rock. just a fucking rock. It's just a rock. They should have let him uh-huh. walk off in disgust and then gone on on their own. I know. Would have saved a lot of trouble. You know? It would. Would have saved the whole final act. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> so they get in. Whoop to fucking do. They get in. Hurrah. And then it's just another pointless thing where there's a a ring to pull. Well, there's a there's a a little minor rock fall, um, oh, yeah. and then we see where then we see where the beam of light is actually meant to point, and it's at a carved column. Yeah, the rock fall gets moved by Gabrielle finally losing it on Thersites and smacking her <laughs> in the face with her bag. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, there so, you go. So mullet mullet man is by this this carved column with a, a oh. ring in it and Xena says here's oh. a good moment whatever you do don't pull the ring what don't, did you say don't what no he said don't no. what pull the ring okay pull the ring. right don't gotcha. mind if i do he knew what she said but you can't no. not pull a ring that's there to be pulled i know it's the big that's red like button, you know it? press that don't press this button like how the fuck do you how Dougal. are you meant to not do that don't press the button Dougal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. Yeah. We need we need a we need a jingle for I understood that reference. Oh, can we just have Cap get a drop of Captain America doing it? <laughs> that's because that's basically uh, what it is. Um so, and then they all fall down a big hole and it turns out that pulling the ring was the correct thing to do because they land in the treasure room. 
Yes. So, pulling yeah. the ring was 100% the correct thing to do. Um, and well we, we apologise, Mr. Mulletman, for ever doubting that falling through a floor could possibly be bad. <laughs> uh, so they basically land in the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. Yes. And very much like Aladdin, um, we're not really interested in any of the treasure apart from one specific treasure. Um... <laughs> Which Zena so, and Gabriella are looking for. and Thesitis are kind of rolling in gold and going, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, rich, yeah. I'm rich, I'm rich as rhubarb. Um, <laughs> and then and then Zena and Gabriella are looking for the key, but hang yeah. on, Thesites has just found a big fuck off key. <laughs> which is a big course, comedy can... key that you would give yeah. to someone uh, <laughs> for when to the borrowers. <laughs> or like when you've been given the freedom of the city. Uh, yes. Here's a giant yes. key. <laughs> well, it is the Titan's key, and um, Thesites can read that as he is, in fact, Sumerian. So, another way of telling it's the, the, the Titan's key is it's fucking massive. Oh, oh! Is that why it's giant fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> is that why it's a giant fucking key? I just you thought it this. was. I just thought it was a pointless thing. Oh, you thing. muppet. <laughs> Alright, okay, so are we meant to think that the Titans were the ones who put this ambrosia away? Maybe. Then why is the room, like, don't, why is the molding human size then? Don't worry about it. Don't question it's, things. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> ah! Oh, imagine being made to feel <sighs> stupid by an, epi- an early episode of Xena. Ooh, that's horrifying. What a, what a ready that is. <laughs> Anyway, so we found the Titan's key, so now we can get to the Ambrosia. Um, here I've made a very important note. Petrocles' hair is so distressing. <laughs> it is pretty bad. I was I was just struck anew by how awful it is. Yeah. So Thersites um, immediately realises the importance of this Titan's key. Yeah. Uh, and realises this is way better than gold. He grabs Gabrielle and then turns out the light. <laughs> hey, who turned the lights? And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and immediately disappears somehow. How did they get out? Somehow. Uh, somehow. Um, so his plan is to go and make himself a god. Now, why is it that it's always the biggest dickheads who want to do that? Of all the people, uh, it's like, maybe it's... Hmm, do you know what? I was just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking today about, of all people, David Cameron. <laughs> because... Oh. For those of you who are not British, this is a thing that's been in the news. Our former Prime Minister, David Cameron, has got himself into a little bit of hot water by lobbying for private companies to the current government. Um, which is which is not apparently illegal, but it is extremely immoral. And it's what shady I was, as It's shady AF. Um, and what I was thinking earlier today was, I really wish literally anyone with political power had got it for a good reason. <laughs> like, wouldn't yeah. it be great if literally anyone in the world who had political power had chosen to get it for the actual purpose of making other people's lives better and not for the purpose of feathering their own nest? Well, <laughs> but is it there, the thing... are, there are lots of people like that, but it's scum, scum floats scum to the top. Scum floats, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? This is like yeah. in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, in the radio series anyway. Um, mm. <laughs> basically, there is a guy who rules the world, rules the universe, 
Um, and people go and ask him questions and he says nonsensical replies. He's got no interest in ruling the universe um, <laughs> and doesn't really know he's doing it <laughs> um, because it was because it was understood that anybody who wanted to be the ruler of the universe should never be allowed to, <laughs> which mm. I think is some truth in that. It's a good rule. <laughs> if you want to have power, that's a very good reason why you shouldn't have it. Yeah. So Thersites wants to be he wants to be a god. He wants to be a mean god. Yeah, that's the first thing. What are you going to do? What's your first look, the two, here's we here we have a nice illustration of the two types of people. He's like, "You know what my first my first act is a god's going to be?" And Gab says, "Is it cure world hunger?" And he's like, "No, I'm going to bring down a massive plague so I'll get some respect." <laughs> yeah, that's how to get some respect. That's how to be respected. You know? Yes. It's like that guy from Caddyshack. I tell you, you get no regard. Don't get no regard at all. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> so, yeah, fun times. Back meanwhile, in the volcano, or yeah, wherever but, well, it is. Meanwhile, back in the treasure hut, there is another way. There's a shortcut. There's a quicker way to oh, get there. Through, through the and Hall it, of Silence. Yeah, through the Hall of Silence. Whatever you do, don't, make, don't a make a noise. The minute he if, gets in there, he asks her a question quite loudly. I like know. really big stage whisper shit. Yeah. Is this too loud? Yeah. <laughs> it's what? really quiet in here, isn't it? <laughs> it's like the bit at the end of the sound of music. <laughs> Why doesn't Father turn the motor on? <laughs> because he doesn't want anyone to hear us! Oh, that's <laughs> gonna sound horrible on the podcast. It sounded horrible in my ears. <laughs> Off the scale, horrible. Well, you know, Friedrich, you're a fucking moron. You know, say it quietly. Oh, yeah, hi- hiding, hiding in the cemetery. Would would it help if we sang about our favourite things? No, you little shit. One hundred percent would not. This one, like this, one of the few occasions where that really wouldn't do anything good. <laughs> I remember what it is he says. He's so there's skeletons all over the place. And he, he says something like, "Oh, I wonder what these guys died of." From, from I'm talking, doing, you fuck from making up. a noise, you twat. <laughs> anyway, so rumble, rumble. They run through the falling walls or whatever, and they get to the hall of the Ambrosia at exactly the same moment as the scientists and Gabrielle find it through another door, so they, they all happen upon it at once, and it turns out... I wish we got to see the key going in the giant lock and all that. I mean, I really yeah, feel that to... that is something the episode's missing. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and it turns out that Ambrosia is flubber. Oh, it's really gross, isn't it? It's like... Yeah. It's just jelly. Um, in, like, a, in an elaborate... That's been set in, in an elaborate, elaborate mould. A very yeah. elaborate mould. Um, so that's oh for the Americans listening, jelly is our jelly is not your jelly. Your jelly is like a spreadable fruit thing that goes on toast oh, or in God. peanut butter sandwiches. I'm Jello, explaining. Jello. Now I know. It's just I got I got all confused. <laughs> and our jelly is Jello, right? So carry yeah. on. Okay. Carry on. Um, oh, then then I I sort of I turned to shorthand a bit because we. <laughs> So someone calls someone else's bluff. Well, uh, oh, so Pet- Petroclus um, kind of calls Thersites bluff. Um, well, basically, Thersites is like, "Whose side are you on, Mullet?" And Mullet's oh, like, that... "I'm on your side, obvious dickhead." And he's let's he be gods up... together. <laughs> yeah, let's be gods together. 
Yeah, is is that subtext? I don't know. Mm. Um, but he did. He just he, he he like puts up this facade just long enough to grab get like let Gabrielle jump away from the guy. Yeah. Um, because he was a goodie after all, and his reward for this is to be immediately stabbed multiple times in the gut. Yes. <laughs> That's a bad stabbing. Yep. That's a bad um, stabbing right there. Sort of just like, it's very similar to Marcus, isn't it? Another old flame who yes. was a badden, who turned good at the very last minute, and his reward yeah. for that was to be immediately killed. So, <laughs> bit of straight bait again. finally, finally, almost the last scene, um, finally we get to the fight, fight, fight. The proper fight, 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 the, fight this episode. Big fight. So, fight for the flubber. Yep, flubber fight. Um, and spoilers, and I, and Zena the, wins the fight. Well, yeah, uh, you've you got it even shorter than I did. I, I, um, I said Thesites is strong and kicky, but Zena's quick and jumpy, and that yeah. that wins. Yeah, that wins the day. Um, yeah, and she and she turns his sprung dagger wrist on him, set on back on him, and that was planted from earlier. Uh-huh. It was. It was. Uh-huh. It was. So he, it's a nasty case of self assassination. Yep. So that. turns out turns out that Petroclus is good after all is good after all. He gives Zena his coin purse, not in this instance a it's euphemism. Not, it's not velvet. <laughs> it's not got coins in anyway, it's got her old betrothal bracelet, which it turns uh, out he kept all these years because he really did really love her maybe. Good. Or did he love Gabrielle? Who knows? <laughs> he took a little shine to Gabrielle. He and, the we're, and we're supposed to be, believe that this was some sort of genuine heel turn. Or is it the opposite face turn? Um, Handbrake turn? <laughs> no, I'm using wrestling terminology. You turn if you want to. Haha. <laughs> a heel is a bad guy in wrestling and a face is a good guy. That's all I remember about wrestling terminology. Okay. So if a bad guy turns good, it's a face turn. And if a good guy turns bad, it's a heel turn. Haha. Huh. <sighs> that was that was interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> make, make notes, make notes, kids. There'll be a yeah. test at the end of the season. Mm. So yeah, and that was that. And then they go instead of becoming gods themselves, which fair enough, they don't want to do that. It sounds shit, to be honest. Um, imagine, imagine having to imagine being a god and being forced to just live a shitty existence through the to the end of the world. What a terrible! Imagine yeah. being immortal. It sounds awful. It does, it does. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not remotely really keen bad. on the notion. No. So they just chuck it into the into the volcano. Um, yeah, it will it will return to the gods. It will return to the gods, but not be destroyed, as we will discover. Yeah, well, it's not two. the same lump of ambrosia, is it? Well, no. It's not it was, are we supposed to think that was all the ambrosia to... in the world? Well maybe. I don't know, man. Because like You'd think if it, if much of it existed, that would be a big draw for people. Yeah, it would. Think. Some people would yeah. want that. I mean, not me, obviously. I'm smarter than that. I've thought it through. But yeah, RIP to you guys. But I'm no RIP to me. I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of like yeah. you know, uh, vol- I guess volcanic lava is the only thing that could destroy or can send ambrosia back to the gods. Like sort yeah, of like it's, the fires it's good of for Ambrosia and and Terminators and uh, the One Ring. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so 
So there we go. And it turns out that um, Mullet was a good man after all. That's what Gab says. And Zena's like, I mm. think you're right. I mean, it won't be enough. Obviously, it's not going to be enough to save Keep him from Tartarus. his eten- eternity in Tartarus. <laughs> um, because it turns out that Dune won, as we'll find out in a few episodes' time, I think in two episodes' time, uh, yes. as it turns out, doing one good thing at the end is not enough, actually. <laughs> bad news for all you Catholics shit. out there. <laughs> bad news for all the Catholics that were, pl- that were banking on a deathbed confession Just say, just say sorry, priest. just say sorry at the end. Just say sorry just... and they'll always be forgiven. Shit. Shit. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Plot twist. Yeah. Of course, the Greek mythology has no conception of purgatory, which was, I suppose would be the nice intermediary stage where if you were where, sorry, where does, you would go, you know? This is a tangent, but where, where did that come from? Because that, that's not a biblical notion. Um, I think it is. There's something in... There's something in Paul's letters I, to someone. Would you would you like about, to speak for for all Catholics? Okay, there's something the 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 biblical basis of it is something about one of Paul's letters to some fucker another or another <laughs> uh, when he talks about building your building a house on a foundation of gold, but you build it with straw, and so you have to burn the straw away to get the gold back. That's the foundation. That's the that's the foundation of the doctrine, I think. This idea that you can that sounds like, purify your that? soul through ritual suffering. What's that game that you always see on, on social media stuff? You get really spammed with ads for it where there's <laughs> there's a bald guy and and you have to either let the water through or the fire through. Oh, yeah, or the shark that thing, or, yeah, It's like yeah, that. You can, yeah. well, you, can, you can have the gold, but it's built on straw and then there's fire. Yeah. So it's, that's, it, that it is, is actually... A, a trying to navigate Trying to navigate a site with those ads is fucking purgatory. <laughs> but a lot of the other ideas that people have about um about the after like heaven and hell and all that um like the idea about unbaptized babies going to a place called limbo uh yeah. none of that is that's all just dante's the divine comedy that he made that up mm. that's none of that's actually any dogma whatsoever that's not yeah. like no one believes that shit <laughs> so <laughs> But I mean, it's good. I mean, uh, as I was saying this to Quilly the other night, that's my wife, by the way. Hi. Uh, she's here. <laughs> saying this to my wife the other night, um, that we were watching the film Constantine on Amazon Prime, which mm-hmm. is a comic book movie, but uh, the setting of it is basically fantasy Catholicism. And I, I, Catholicism is a really Just... good setting for fantasy, isn't it? It's really good. Yeah. It's is got it, it's a um, lot of shit Keanu, isn't use. it? Say again? Is it, is it Keanu Reeves? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Sin. Yeah, the comics sin, are better, sin, obviously. Sin. Yeah. Obviously. So, uh, we've got two disclaimers this week. A villainous assassin oh. and a tough guy warlord were harmed during the making of this motion picture, but only one of them deserved it. So, we really are going for this, that Mullet was a good guy. Meh. No ambrosia was spilled, spoiled, or in any way harmed during the production of this motion picture, thanks to the indefinite shelf life of marshmallows. So, <laughs> okay, you know. they're marshmallows. That's what they are. Glued together marshmallows and like sprayed, yeah. sprayed with the uh, um uh, fluorescent orange paint. Glycerine. Yeah. Oh, really hideous. So, <laughs> ways that I think this episode could have been better. I did promise this. 
Um, I think it would be better, rather than some of the really interminably long scenes mm. of robbing the tent of Demeter and yeah. climbing up the really rickety bridge. Oh, the ladder thing. The bridge. ladder thing yeah. took a long time. Um, yeah. I think that some of these things could have been cut shorter and we could have included, here are the things I think that if we'd included them it would have been better. Any backstory whatsoever or explanation of how these people came to have these things or why. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. At least one other clue or puzzle or some sort of sidetracky thing that because it's basically is we need to get a we need to get a ruby, and it'll point us to the thing. That's it. That's it. Right. Well, it's it's get the clues, work out the clues, find the ruby, find the thing. But I think there's I want I want there to be one more step. I would want there to be one more step where they maybe before finding the ruby. I don't know, okay. man. Just like something. Or maybe after finding the ruby, just something. It feels to me like there were not enough steps for okay. such a big treasure. You know. Well, again, see see my comments. Read the um, impenetrable mystery of the riddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know that we don't actually have time to watch them, like try and work it all out. But you know, like you know, in the Lord yeah. of the Rings, when there when there's a like a cut to night time, and they still haven't worked out what the fucking what the fucking password is for the door <laughs> happy to say I don't know that but I, I get the I have get the you picture. not seen the Lord of the Rings no and you lived in New Zealand you call yourself a former <laughs> New Zealand resident <laughs> not even a Kiwi a former I, resident I, I of the great there. country of New Zealand I was there well before Lord of the Rings yeah, but surely you still have Fine. some sort of affinity to the country. I think I, I think perhaps I watched the first one and well, that's the one that's, thought, it, that's the one that's okay. where that thing is yeah, in. Like, no, but we've established yeah, like, that you don't actually like fantasy. No, not really. Oh, weirdo! <laughs> Imagine having to have your fiction based in reality. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> no, I have no desire or need for reality whatsoever. So reality sucks. I will give this a rating of um, it's a, sphere, a reasonably enjoyable romp. Mm-hmm. I quite like the idea of ripping off Indiana Jones. I just wish that it wasn't so heterosexual. It's disturbingly heterosexual. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't really like the guy that we're meant to like, but he's not no. the worst, I guess. Whatever. Fun At villain. least he's dead. Um, so... <laughs> Where are we going with this? Six. See, I was going to go six, and then you convinced me there were too many plot holes. <laughs> I was going to go down to five. But I'm going I'm to give an extra point for um, Thucytes, because he was a lot of fun. He was a, he was a fun villain. Yeah, he's all right. So six, then. That's six. A, a sort of average episode. Yeah. Better so than, that's the bard's eye view. Better than some. But that's the bird's eye view of episode 14, A Fistful of Dinars. Yeah. And next week we're on to episode 15, which um, debuts a, a, what became a running a running theme <laughs> across across the span of seasons. Um, we got our first doppelganger episode, and it's warrior, dot, 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 princess. Class. And Intrigued. This gets, 
this is this gets ridiculous by the time we get to find <laughs> all of the doppelgangers that you could have yeah it does become but, but extremely it, ridiculous but i think this is episode is just like lucy lawless wanted to play comedy yeah so <laughs> they were like we better write her a character that she could really go ham with and lo and behold she did we got there we got there so that's next week <laughs> yeah looking forward to that yep hope you are too and we'll see you next time bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!